Hello, and welcome to the first podcast of Khan's Thoughts. And after this, we'll be talking about if you should be wearing a mask to prevent spreading COVID-19, and how to make your own if you don't have one. Okay, today we'll be discussing the recommendations for wearing a mask, as well as talking about the PPE shortages and what mask you should be wearing or shouldn't be wearing. Finally, we will be talking about how you can make your own mask. Okay, now let's talk about some recommendations for masks you should be wearing and shouldn't be wearing. Now, the CDC is recommending just some type of cloth mask or homemade mask non-medical grade and they are saying that the public should not be wearing n95 mask or surgical grade masks public is better to use cloth masks and do not wear your mask for long periods of time and this is coming from the cdc guidance about their cloth masks that they are giving guidelines for how to make. And that is what you should be looking for when you are take buying a mask, making a mask. But can't I would like to say that you shouldn't really be buying a mask. If you have the materials at your home or wherever you are, try to make it yourself. There are some solutions to making a mask that aren't that hard. So just remember you should not be buying higher grade medical masks and you use you should use cloth for your mask if you're making a homemade one cuz that is shown to be the best for still being able to have a good breath flow through the mask but not having exposure to say a respiratory disease like COVID-19. Okay, you've probably been hearing so so much about PP E shortages and some research shows that the reason for this might be the budget's cuts from 2017 on this equipment and as you know some hospitals are stretched thin with PPE and they're having to reuse PPE equipment and also they are trying to spread PPE out in the hot spot zones as New York, Florida, California, but also Washington is still a hot spot, but is coming down. So demand for PPE there isn't as bad as it was at the beginning when they had a bunch of shortages because they were one of the main first hotspots in the United States. And Chinese plants shifting to supply the U.S. So now Chinese manufacturers that usually wouldn't make PPE for us in the United States because it might carry other diseases from their country is now making it for us because of our stretched thin shortages. And one of the hard things about PPE is especially the N95 masks because these are 
the main things that protect the medical workers from getting the respiratory disease COVID-19. And it's weird because on these masks, if they're not the right fit for someone's face, you are not going to be able to use them because we are making sure our medical staff are as safe as possible. So we're fitting their faces for N95 masks to make sure there are no way of getting any germs, particles in that face mask. And France company is now rising demands to make 500 million masks. And 2015 study flu estimates for respirators go up so much more. So when in 2015, when we had the flu and they were thinking they might need respirators and the demand went up kind of, but now we're up way higher than when the flu was. So this, right now, what we're having, if you're listening to this, you are in basically our country's history right here. Because this is one, this is one of the biggest um, viruses that we've dealt with before. That is a real problem. But I think next time when a virus occurs, we are definitely going to be much more prepared. Now about making your own mask. Now you've probably been hearing from the CDC and World Health Organization or something like that, that it's best to have a homemade mask than buying a medical grade mask. And that is correct. The general public should not have um, those medical grade masks. And their study is also, as I said earlier, that a Cambridge study that says cotton fabric pillowcase t-shirts works best for the ventilation in the mask and keeping particles out for the general public. And CDC also has patterns available on their website for coffee filters and no-sew masks if in case you do not have access to a sewing machine or something like that. And you should always take it off when you come back in from the public going to the grocery store or something. And don't touch the front side of it, which was exposed to the space you were in. And you can wash it just like any laundry you wash normally in detergent, and that will get rid of all the germs. And they're saying that cloth is really just the best to have right now for the general public to have. Not the medical staff should not use cotton, and they're not. But general public should be using cotton masks if they choose to. And as I said, CDC also has those non-sewing options and sewing options on their website. And that is what you should be doing if you want to make a mask. And make sure, make sure you are not buying the higher grade stuff. Leave that for the medical staff that needs them most.
And I recommend if you have any medical grade equipment that was not been used and is new, try to give that to your local emergency response hospital, give it to your EMTs, and that I know would really help them out right now. So if you have some of that stuff that I'm said that you don't need, do that. But I suggest that you should try to make your own mask. Now today we've talked a lot about masks. Should you wear one? Which type should you wear? How do I get one? Does it even work? I think by now it's pretty clear that our medical professionals come first when it comes to masks and other PPE. You should you do not need to be walking around with a 95 mask around your face to protect you from the virus. However, we have learned that while the facts for and against wearing masks make sense. Sure, the masks can help prevent you the spread of the virus if you have it, but it does not necessarily protect you. So what is a person to do? Now, the CDC has recommended people wear masks, and we've been told how to wear them, how to clean them, how to do it right. I'd say it's time to make your move on a mat on your own mask if you don't have one already. But you're not going to want to go out to the store and find one because there's definitely not going to be one there. And... I just want to say, if you have the virus or you think you have the virus, and if you think you have the virus and you're old enough to get tested where wherever state you are and that meets the where your age meets the guidelines, get tested. If you're scared, just be brave and get tested cuz it's just going to get worse if you don't. And then you are denying yourself that you don't have the virus and you could be spreading it to other people. Now, I just want to say, so now do your part. Stay safe out there. Okay, now that I've told you to consider making and wearing a mask, I'm also considering myself if I should wear a mask. And I've looked into making my own. I'm still considering it. And I might wear it if I'm out in the general public, which I really shouldn't be at this point. Um, and I haven't been, but I might wear it on my walk that I take every day, but I want to wear it because it's a precaution. You don't know who has the coronavirus because they could not be showing symptoms of the virus, but they can still spread it. And that's why I urge you and me, myself, to take these precautions. And maybe if it in your area, it doesn't pop up, and it was there, and then it just, you say, oh, there's no many, there's no cases anymore. That's not, um, it's not a reason to drop all the safety precautions and just go back to your normal life. Until someone says that it's safe for you to go back to normal and you're able to meet with friends and go back to work, go back to school, 
that is when it's okay to do all that stuff. And I really want you guys to stay safe and support those around you, okay? Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Hope to see you next time. And if you have any questions or ideas, email me at consthoughts at gmail.com. See you next time.